Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. Which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com post. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash post. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash post. ZipRecruiter.com slash post. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Barnett. Ian Harris. The revolution is not afraid of pronouns. The revolution is not afraid of real history. The revolution is not brought to you by election deniers. Hey man, some people are simply trash. The revolution will not be brought to you by gerrymandered districts. 90% of our country doesn't have critical thinking skills. I think 50% of our country doesn't have empathy. Ian Harris is good as fuck with numbers. I refuse to stand for any flag or anthem that does not stand for me. The revolution will not be brought to you by the letter Q or any other dumbass conspiracies. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be streamed live. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new, still got shit to talk about, even when <laughs> we don't, episode of Critical and Thinking Podcast. Ty Barnett. Ian Harris. Um, yeah, you know, actually, I was going to... Um, uh, Wanted to bring up a couple of uh, uh, a couple of things today, and then um, and, and maybe we could do some a little lighthearted stuff. I, I have something I wanted to bring up last week that I didn't get a chance to, but um, but uh, yeah. So uh, what what is in the news? I know there's stuff in the news. I know there has to be, has to be, has to be. Although I will say this: I did you guys hear? Um, um, I wish I had the list of all the things. There's a I just was looking at a list of all the things she's done. But Jimmy Carter has gone into hospice. Um, and there's like holding a vigil for him. He's probably not going to be around much longer. Oldest living president ever. Um, and, you know, history has looked, people talked a lot of shit about Jimmy Carter. They, and when you look at it, there's really no, re, he actually was a really good president. If it wasn't for the Iran-Contra thing, which if you think about that, the other president traded arms and a whole deal yeah. with Iran and I mean, and drugs and all this sort of stuff. You talking about that actor host- dude? You talking about the actor dude? Yeah, the actor to hold our hostages longer, so that to make it look like uh, the one guy was bad. Um, and listen. and that's okay with people. Well, it's okay with shitty people. Uh, and I didn't think we would get into shitty people this early in the show, but you know the deal. 
Um, his, but it's like, it's like when people go, well, man, the Republicans have gone way downhill since Reagan. Not really. Not really. Um, no. They, they, I think you said it last week. This is who they've always been. I think it's just now they're comfortable being these people. Uh, I saw something the other day where, you know, someone talked about Jimmy Carter. They posted about him and they said, you know, uh, the White House won't see another person like this. You know, he was a really good person. That's all the post said. He was a really good person. He's building houses into his 90s and shit. And, you know, very few people can ever say that, you know. And I remember, so one of the comments was, yeah, he may have been a good person, but it, one of the worst presidents ever. And that person then followed up that comment with, because some person said, oh, well, so is it better to be, you know, what about being a good person? Does that matter? And he says, I'd rather have somebody that's um, basically unscrupulous or whatever, but they're good at business to run the country. And I'm like, did you really just say you'd rather have a shitty person, like a, a person who is a horrible a human being, in charge of taking care of people as opposed to someone who's a good person and some policies just didn't work out or some things just didn't work out with how they led the people. And the fact that that dude wanted to double down on that is just reflective of how we are as a country. Think about that. Do you want a person who is a good person that can figure out things and we just got to figure out the, the semantic. We got all of the details. Or do you want a person who's fucking shitty in charge of shit? And he's not even a good business person. <laughs> it's weird. It's just weird, bro. This is, I think this is who they've always been. But I mean, yeah, I, I definitely think it's who they've always been. And But I think, but also like, I mean, think about Jimmy Carter. Like he faced, he, he actually had, they were saying that we should look at his, how he was getting inflation down. Because inflation was really bad back then. Um, and then it got really bad under Reagan. And then, but, but Carter was doing some stuff to get it down. Gas prices were really high. We had all the, you know, the, the hostage situation and Carter was doing a lot of stuff, but, <laughs> but all of that aside, they, they actually say that Carter was actually a much better president than people give him credit for. But aside from all that, I mean, you know, he's very, he's one of the most religious presidents we've ever had. And, you know, I, th that part, I don't like. But they say he was so progressive on race issues. They say he was, so, I mean, everything about him he was about. just a decent guy. He's built over 4,000 homes for Habitat, with Habitat for Humanity. He's still, he was building homes like two years ago. Like he was literally, physically building that's, homes. That's what they hate. That's what they hate about him because he cared about other people. It's part of the reason why where Reagan announced his presidency in the same area where... Uh, I believe it was uh, not the freedom, not the freedom riders were found or something like that. But he announced his candidacy um, in the area, and racists kind of flocked to him from that point. But you just said that he was one of the most religious, if not the most religious, president we've ever had. And if you look at the comments and in, in the the general consensus from people, conservatives, evangelicals, Christians. If you look at the general consensus of them about that guy, it should tell you everything you need to know about evangelicals, conservatives, and Christians. It's the same thing that happened with the Georgia runoff with uh, Warnock and Herschel Walker. Right. Where people were like, well, who do I vote for? I love the Lord. 
I love religion. I'm super religious. One dude is a pastor. Another dude is a football player who beats his wife and runs out on his kids. I don't know. It's a toughie. So when you see that shit, man, it's like every day you're seeing, and this is what I mean by like how America needs to understand it has a choice. What do you want to do? What kind of country do you want to be? What kind of example do you want to set? What kind of country do you want to leave for your children and your children's children and your children's children's children? And you're not seeing, at least from the right, you're not seeing that sentiment follow through. Like it, everybody can say they're religious. Everybody can say it. Jimmy Carter was one of the people, is one of those people that has actually lived it. Now, whatever you feel about religion is totally different, but you can't say that that dude didn't live by his words. <clears throat> no, not and I, yeah. I mean, he he, and he's actually. I actually think he's better than than. Not just Christians. He's better than almost every Christian I've ever met. But he's also better than Christianity. He's far more moral than anything I've ever seen in the Bible. He's far more moral than anything I've ever heard preached. You know, because even even the stuff that Jesus said, you know, if he was a, if you believe he's a real person, um, a lot of it contradicted. A lot of it wasn't great. There's slavery was allowed in the Bible. All sorts of shit. Mm -hmm. um, and Carter was. I mean, it's. Carter was infinitely better than um, than even the Bible, than than even the Bibles. You know, the, even Jesus. Like, I mean, he he was just. I know people are like, you're saying Carter was better than Jesus. First off, yes, because he was real, but also <laughs> because I mean, yes, he he. We know for a fact the shit that he did, and and the stuff, and the stuff that he that he. Um, we can see what he's been doing. He's been you know helping people out, and and he's a, a good, honest person. And I haven't, you know, I, I I see stuff in in the Bible and in all religion that is like, yeah, okay. He says, you know, bring back the lepers and feed the hungry, and and a, a rich man, you know, it's easier for a poor man to you know to get into heaven than it is a rich man to whatever a camel, a, a rich man to get into heaven is harder than what a camel passing through the eye of a needle or some shit. I forgot what the exact quote was. And all these things you go, yeah, those are all great things. But also in the Bible, and you could say it's Old Testament, whatever, but slave, slavery and, and beat your children and, and, and you know, uh, what you can do if you rape somebody and, and, and all this kind of stuff. And I don't hear any of that from Jimmy Carter. I don't have Jimmy Carter going, well, it's okay if you rape somebody as long as you marry him. He's not saying that. So, um, so yeah, I, I uh, but, um, that's but that's what I mean by like, if a dude like the guy who was in office previous the previous administration, for quote unquote Christians and and religious folk, all they needed from him was for him to just say it, just say I'm a Christian, just say I'm religious. I'm gonna hold the Bible upside down. It doesn't matter, right? You don't care. As opposed here, to looking here, at that, here's here's actually here's actually what what Trump Trump would actually do. This is this is my new this is my new one. He's just gonna go like this. Look, everybody. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. holding this here. It's his Bible. You can see Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding the Bible. You're holding a page uh, with his Bible on it. Bible. It. It's his Bible. It's the Bible. You can argue with the Bible. Hey, what's your favorite part of the Bible? The part where it closes. 
the two covers. <laughs> Dude, it's it's bananas to me. The, and, I, and I told you, man, it, it's 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 different if you because again, every it's okay to believe something, like like have faith. You know how I am about that. It's okay to have faith. But when you have nothing that is tangible of that belief, why doesn't the common sense kick in? Why doesn't the rationale kick in and say, well, wait a minute, he's holding a Bible, but this, 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 he does this, he does it. We have pictures of him doing this. We have hush money for this. We have this, all of this. And it does it doesn't just extend to him, it extends to a lot of people who don't walk the walk. And I think this is when, when you see a lot of people, it's almost they did the same thing with Obama. Obama was one of the most first of all, I can't think of any president. I mean, I'm pretty sure other ones existed, but Obama had no personal scandals. None. No cheating. Whoa, 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 hold up. He had mustard on a hot dog. Oh, that's true. That's true. And he wore and he wore a tan suit. The tan suit, the tan suit. But I've never seen it to where, because even it, excuse me, like you could even say, like with Carter, we would say, hey, man, you know, say what you want to say about him as a president, as a person, he was this, he's this, this is what he's done. There's no blemishes like that. And most of the time when you say that in a civil, rational thinking, nonpartisan world, you would get people to say, yeah, I guess that's true. You know, Democrat, whatever, it's fine. Now you have people that would be like, I don't give a fuck that he didn't fuck around on his wife. Maybe he would have been a better president if he was fucking around on his wife. You know what right. I'm saying? Like it's it's weird. And they do the same thing with Obama. This is why I say when when you look at where the landscape of where we are politically, it makes you think, what do you want? Do you want the chaos? Or do you want do you really walk the walk? Right. You can talk to I could, I could sit here and say, man, I'm a patriot. I love America, but if I don't, if my 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 moral compass doesn't reflect me believe saying what I'm doing, what I believe, at some point you got to question me, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, wait a minute. You say you're a patriot, but why are you okay with the people who stormed the Capitol? Well, you say you're a patriot, but why are you okay with uh, uh, blackballing people who don't uh, who exercise their constitutional because rights. Fox News, the people who lie to us, who we know lie to us, who have memos laughing at how they lied to us, say that the Capitol was never actually stormed. Ty, exactly. That's exactly. why. Re really quick, I want to read some comments. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> Edmund, sorry about this little cop. Edmund points out that I fucked up because I spelled Bible correctly, um, <laughs> and then uh, tr Trump is just like Jesus. They're both fictional. Thank you, Zen. Um, Chuck says the Bible would be shaking like the water bottle dementia Don was trying to drink from in Ohio. I remember that. Remember the everyone's like, oh, Joe Biden slipped out the other day. He slipped walking. He's clearly losing it, which he might be. He is a fucking old. But remember Don going down the ramp yeah. and then him trying to drink water with two hands. I've never seen him drink water with one hand. Uh, I've never seen him like, drink anything with one a hand. Fucking sippy cup. Um, <laughs> and then. Uh, um uh je says that he's biblical uh, he's biblical in the sense that he wants to nail his daughter that's true um yeah jfk jfk was good I and mean, we've had we've had some good we've had some good president uh, you know uh, clinton was a decent president i do want to bring this up i got a couple things i want to talk about movies so we can side I've, I've been one i've been bringing this up i've brought it up four times on my fucking post 
and no one's answered it. I'm wondering if anyone out there has seen, I'm just going to talk. I'm going to talk about this because I, and it ties in with this whole morality thing. We can turn this into a, into a morality thing. I can't stand, <laughs> a lot of you have probably read and commented on my fucking page already. I've said this so many times. I don't like M. Night Shyamalan. I think he's horrible. I think he did one okay movie, The Sixth Sense, and I didn't, even that one, I knew that the dude was dead when they fucking got shot and the ring fell off, and you're like, oh, he's fucking dead, okay, or whatever. And oh, the kid sees dead people. Yeah, so he's a dead guy, and okay, I got it. Now he's gonna help him out. Okay, cool. Maybe it's because I'm a writer by, by nature, so I, I figured it, but that was his best movie, and that one was okay. Signs, the dumbest fucking movie I ever saw in my life. Aliens, escape their planet because it's failing so they're allergic to water so they come to a planet that's 75 percent water and and jesus saves them with a the kid with a baseball bat who dad had a premonition swing for the fences johnny and he hits the alien with a bat and a squirt gun and I, fucking it was oh, so bad but this new knock at the cabin I got to know, no, I have a couple friends that have seen it. A couple friends, I have one friend, a DJ who keeps saying, you're going to love it. You got to watch it. And 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 he, he knows somebody who wrote it or something. So that's why he's being that way, I'm sure. No one will answer the fucking question who's seen this movie. Here's the premise. If you haven't seen the, the trailers, I've seen the trailer. Have you seen the trailer for it, Ty? Mm -hmm. Knock at the cabin. I'm actually, I'm actually today, depending, uh, I may watch it this afternoon. It's on, uh, on this little streaming thing we have so i may watch it today yeah so the premise for those of you know is that <clears throat> for there's these 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 uh, a gay couple i don't think it matters that they're gay but uh, maybe it does i don't know i haven't seen the movie uh, two guys and they have an adopted daughter um and they're at a cabin in the woods they're they're on vacation or something and four fucking weirdos um show up at their door and they say we're the four horsemen of the apocalypse or whatever and the world's ending and they show them newsreels look there's a tidal wave in 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 los angeles and 77 planes miraculously falling out of the sky for no reason it's falling out of the sky and and this some sort of bird flu has killed a million people over here and all this sort of stuff and all these plagues are happening and it's the apocalypse mm -hmm. and the the premise is we've been sent here because one of you needs to kill one of you needs to die from your family and if you can either kill yourself or you can kill one of the members of your family and that sacrifice will stop the world from ending. That's what they say the premise is. Right. If that's the premise, the movie's over in five seconds. You come to my house and you say, Ian, you either kill yourself, you kill your daughter, you kill your wife and all this stuff will end. You know what I say? I go, or they say, or nothing happens and the world ends. You know what I say? I go, cool, let's watch the world end, bitch. Because why the fuck do I care? You either make me a murderer or my family has to grieve over my loss and I'm dead anyway. So I would just say, all right, well, first off, I think you're fucking crazy. Why would I believe that the world's ending? Because, and, and what, what is, what's my correlation? How does me killing my kid stop the world from ending? The only way that's possible is if there is somebody or something that is in charge of killing everyone on the planet, correct? Right. So if I say, Ty, I'm gonna shoot everybody in this neighborhood unless you kill your wife. And then I'm gonna come and kill you guys anyway. Then you go, fuck you, kill everybody, like, bitch. Like, Can I see the manager? I just need to see the manager. Right. I mean, <laughs> what, why, would I, why would I give a shit? I would say to the guy who's killing 8 billion people, Fuck off, dude. 
this is on you. Like, if, if you want to kill 8 billion people and you're going to come over here and blackmail me to murder my kid so that you can stop killing 8 billion people, first off, why do I trust that you're going to do that after I do this? You're a fucking psycho. You're killing 8 billion people for no reason other than to fuck with me? Yeah. Wait, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. The only way this movie makes sense, the only way this movie makes sense, and from what I've read, this is not what happens. The only way it makes sense is if we find out that these four people are in a religious cult and they're seeing natural disasters and they're QAnon level nuts and they think, oh no, the world's coming to an end and they've concocted in their head that this gay couple is sinning and they need to sacrifice and they're crazy. And we whack those four people and then everything ends, ends all, all the natural disasters quell on their own and we go, cool, it was, they, were, they were just nuts. You know, the, the people, the QAnon people who are waiting for JFK, like, but what I can understand from this movie is that JFK is really coming back and I need to murder my daughter for JFK to come back. And that's the movie that M. Night Shyamalan made. Like, am I wrong? What am I fucking missing here? And, 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 and so. Um, Ed well, Edmund says that uh, it was pretty awesome. Did you actually see the movie, Edmund? If you did. Yeah, please type me what, the, what everyone keep, people keep saying it's, it's good, but. Let me let me let me say this. I, I don't mind spoilers. I don't mind spoilers. I want Edmund, spoilers. Huh? I want a spoiler. I'm not yeah. gonna see this. Right, okay. So Edmund, do us a favor. If anyone shot, doesn't want, if, if if no one wants to hear what Edmund's gonna answer, turn off. <laughs> yes. Edmund is what Ian just said about what the only scenario where it makes sense is that it. If that's yeah, what, it. What is the what is the scenario? Because what I read. Because I read to find out, and I read because they're like the ending explained, and they're like, one guy starts believing it, he ends up killing himself, and then all the stuff stops, and then the two and and they kill a couple of the other people, whatever, and then the other dad and the daughter end up driving off, and they end up in a diner at the end, and all the the planes stop falling out of the sky and all this. Okay, so then what was the correlation? I need to know why were planes falling out of the sky and how does this guy's death stop that? Someone has to explain that to me. And from what I've read, that's not explained anywhere. How is that fucking explained? I need to fucking know. How does me, does the one guy killing himself stop planes from falling out of the sky? And if the answer is because God is now satisfied, fine, fuck that guy. Fuck <laughs> that guy. What, why, why would you, seriously, that's fucking, um, I don't negotiate with terrorists, sorry. Um, I, I, yeah. So wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Didn't watch. Oh, he's it. saying Cabin in the Woods was a scary movie. Knock, not knock at the cabin. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was about, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind spoilers at all. Uh, wait, Tam. Wait, Tam says the shittiest movie is is the the uh, is the ledge written by a religious nutter who said it was uh, from an atheist point of view. Oh, I've got to watch that one then. So check. I, um, I want to do this real. I want to come back to that, but I have to show you this before before I forget because I've been meaning to say so this. Has anyone, has anyone, has anyone seen Cabin in the Woods or I, not, I not, that, not, not Cabin in the Woods? Not the Cabin. Today. I think I'm going to watch it today uh, because it's free. Uh, I think I'm going to watch it today. So we'll see. But I, I want to show you something. Uh, and you, so you know the the mayor of of uh, East Palestine, 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 however you want to pronounce it, Trent Conway, Conway. Uh, wait, how do you pronounce it? Palestine or Palestine? Palestine? Palestine. Palestine. Okay, so the mayor, so <laughs> okay. I believe. if they ever... You know who can tell us J.E. because he lives out that way. All right. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. So check this out. 
Um, ever since I saw this dude, I was like, who does he remind me of? All right. Anybody ever see I, Tanya? Okay. If you ever seen I, Tanya, check this out. This dude, if they ever do a story about the train wreck in Ohio, if they ever do a movie about it, they got to get this dude to, to play the, this is the mayor right here. Oh yeah. That's, uh, um, this is. This is uh, uh, Paul uh, Hauser. Paul Walter Hauser. I actually worked with him on um, a TV show called Kingdom. Oh, dude. This guy, should. this should be the only casting call you put out. Don't put nobody else out. Oh, wait, guy. shit. I thought that was Paul Walter Hauser on the side. That's... No, this is the mayor. Oh, this... shit. Okay. <laughs> See, that's my point. This is the mayor right here. <laughs> dude, how is, they got to do a story about the tournament. This is the only guy that can play him. The only guy, I was like, this dude looks like, well, I'm sure he's nicer, but this guy is just, come on, he's ripe for making fun of. Uh, so anyway, uh, but okay, so back to the movie. Here's what I have. Here's Wait, what I, oh, oh, hold, hold up. I, I really want, I, I can't tell who's, really quick. J.E. says Stein, and he go, and he lives right there. He lives right by there. He says Stein, and then Robert says it's Palestine, which is a weird pronunciation, but that's how it is. And somebody else laughed at, uh, who was it laughed? Somebody laughed at, at Stein. Okay, let me see. What, what, what is it? I'm gonna find out, I'll find out. All right, but I, th they've been saying it wrong because they don't, okay, so maybe I'm getting mixed up in my head here. The news reporters have been saying it wrong because they don't want people to think of it no. as the same place in the Middle East. Exactly. It's pronounced exactly the same way as it is in the Middle East. Okay, so I'm reading it here. Is it that says, not Palestine? I'm reading Palestine. it here. It says East Palestine, uh, Palestine. It says Steen. It's not saying Stein. It's saying Steen. Okay, maybe that's... So well, how is the Middle East one pronounced? Palestine. I thought it was pronounced Palestine. So uh, there's a way to do this where it'll, it'll play the thing here. Uh, hold on. Here we go. East Palestine. Palestine. Okay. Yeah, it's it's Palestine. Palestine. See, then, then another one just said East Palestine. Uh, uh, but residents pronounce it Paul Estin. Really? Palestine. That sounds hey, weird. going over there to Palestine there. What are they from? That sounds like they're from Boston. Hey, yeah. Uh, That's yeah. <laughs> it's fucking it's not hey, um, I know me. Uh, we're going over there to Palestine. <laughs> so uh okay so back yeah, to Israel. Israel is not at war with Palestine it's Palestine uh, it's Palestine I've always Palestine I've always heard it pronounced Palestine they're saying uh, Palestine because they don't want it to be associated with brown people that's what I understand yeah uh, I, I, so, so 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 back to the movie let's pretend that that happened to you if somebody knocked on your door and said hey man Look at these natural disasters. Waves are hitting uh, California. Planes are falling out of the sky. Like they're not blowing up. They're just falling out of the sky. Their engines are failing. There's a bird flu that just killed 20 million people. Uh, um, blah, 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 blah. And we're four weirdos in the fucking woods. Um, but if you, one of you kills yourself or kills one of your family members, all this will stop. 
wouldn't the first thing you say be, okay, give me a little bit of fucking evidence that my murdering someone in my family has some sort of correlation to planes falling out of the sky. How does this stop that? I, that's the first question I ask. And all I've been asking everybody, is that asked in the movie? Does anyone say, hey, bro, um, how, do I, how does me killing my daughter cause the planes from falling out of the sky? And if the answer is, well, our Lord Jesus Savior, our all-loving God, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, wants you to murder somebody so he can stop murdering 8 million people, I just go, fuck that guy. He can kill all of us. Fuck him. He's a fucking murderous freak. Like, wh why would I, why would I kowtow to that? I, I just don't understand that. Movie over. Okay, I guess we're all going to die then. The whole world's going to die because this guy's on some fucking power trip where he wants to fuck with my family. Fuck that guy. Like, what, in what other situation in the world would, and people are like, oh, it's a great moral tale about self-sacrifice. Fuck that. I'm all about self-sacrifice. Look, if there's an out-of-control train and there's nothing we can do and I have to maybe jump on the train and knock somebody out of the way and I get hit, that's fine. But if someone's like, hey, you man, I'm, I'm going to run over this kid in this train um, unless you fucking shoot your kid, I'd be like, no, dick, just fucking turn off the train. Like, it, it, it's, it's not like you're, you know what I mean? Like, somebody else is in control of that. Um. I think, and, and I was actually trying to Google to see if I could see what the ending was. I'm pretty sure if I dig deep enough, I could see what the ending was and how it ended up turning out and why that was the... I, I looked it up on this one. Yeah, wait, I so it tells you why it was? They never, they said they don't, it doesn't explain from what I, they said that the one guy ends up killing himself and then all this stuff stops and then the other guy, the, the daughter and the other dad drive off. Oh, yeah. Um... Here's the thing with M. Night Shyamalan, bro. I don't know who he made a deal with. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Maybe I do believe in the devil now. He he keeps getting... Because I watched Old. You ever see Old? No. Yeah, it's basically about these people on an island. And uh, they're on a, at a resort. And they take a boat. Uh, a select few people are on this excursion. They go to this thing. And... And every time they, they're aging, the longer right. they stay on the thing, they age. And if they try to leave, they can't or they die. So it makes you think in, in your mind, like, oh, shit, they, they're just getting old on this island. It has mystical powers or whatever, you know. Okay. Now that, you know, this is part of a government uh, of a pharmaceutical company who they pick these people uh, because of their genetic issues. And those genetic 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 issues are their their age is sped up, so the pharmaceutical company can monitor these people to see if the medication they've been secretly giving these people works. So, like, there's a dude with uh, beginning stages Alzheimer's or dementia or something like that. And so, the longer he stays on, the crazier he gets. And so that's what it ends up being. So they the two people that that are left they they start out as kids and they escape as adults and then they find out it's this pharmaceutical company and they've been doing this with all the people on the resort basically monitoring them trying to figure out how they can find the best solution for these medications because of the, the things on the island powers of the island so in that sense you see it's not as mystical or myth as it is big pharma <laughs> just trying to make some money 
and trying to figure out, you know, something. And, and, that's, and that's my thing is like, look, if there's a bad, look, the bad guy in this situation is clearly whoever's trying to kill 8 billion people. Yeah. That's clearly the bad guy. So why are we happy that the good guy kills himself to stop the bad guy from killing people? So, and we never explain why the bad guy is killing people or how the bad guy is killing people or why the bad guy chose this one guy to, to do it. Like, uh, wouldn't it be better to kill the fucking bad guy who's killing 8 billion people? Like, I just, I just don't understand how anyone is sitting. I must be missing something. But look, I'm not going to give this guy money. I'm not going to buy this fucking movie. I'm not going to go see this movie in the fucking theaters. So I don't care about spoilers. And every time I ask, people are like, you just got to go see it, bro. Just fucking tell me. I'm not going to go see it. I, and they're like, it sounds like you really want to. No, I just need to know how you motherfuckers are seeing it. I just want to know how the movie... Because again, and this is why... And I think where part of your issue with this is, bro, is suspending reality for the purposes of a movie and I, and I, I understand it i totally understand it because we'll sit here and we think as as you know especially as stand-ups you know and i was telling somebody this the other day i said we work with words this is this is what we do our, our words is so words matter they literally matter to us and when it comes to premises for any tv show movie or anything like that i remember when you know same thing we, we were talking about with what matters we have to think about okay well how does this play out down the road? How is this going to be perceived by this person? How is this person going to look at this or whatever, right? So in that sense, this is why we can't look at that because we're thinking about the pitch meeting. M. Night Shyamalan walking in and saying, hey, listen, uh, some people walk into a cabin. They threaten to kill these people. Uh, if they don't kill these people, uh, the apocalypse comes and other people die. Now, I bet you with somebody in that room, that probably thought about what you just said. Well, wait a minute. The movie will be over with because that person will be like, why don't you just kill? Yeah, you can kill. Yeah, go do what you got to do. <laughs> hey, yo. But somebody was like, it's M. Night Shyamalan. He'll figure out a way to make this shit. And again, but I don't he know. he never does, though. That um, This is His why. movies always suck. But, it's always at the end. It's like magic did it. You're like, fuck off. But this is why I say. He must have made a deal with some people. I, I, heard, I heard that he finances his own movies. Like he made so much money off the one movie that he finances his own movie. Off the sixth sense, he made that much. I don't know. Apparently, I, or maybe he's maybe he's, over maybe he's really Deepak Chopra, and he's. Uh, so uh, uh, Zen says he heard M Night's real name is Nikki Haley. Hilarious. Oh. <laughs> it might be George. Uh, um, and by the way, the Chuck, Chuck says back to our earlier comment. He said it's Frankenstein. Frankenstein, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Mel Frankenstein. Brooks. Shout out to Mel Brooks. Um, oh, by the way, did you hear they 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 finally did History of the World Part Two? Can't wait to see it. <laughs> Only can't took fifty years, but hey. Oh, bro, it is is I'm looking forward to. It. But again, man, this is why, you know, Mel Brooks again. I, I don't see it being bad as long as he's a part of it. I don't see it being bad at all. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I think. With with certain people, certain movie makers, man, they've been given this green light. So to a different extent. So let's talk Keanu Reeves, right? I love John Wick. Yeah, I love I love the coming out March, John Wick four. Man, I can't wait. And now here's the thing: we're gonna see in the theater. You can come with us. You and Karina can come with us. Yeah, (laughs) she loves man. She loves John Wick too. Hey man, I'm telling you, I kid you not. Part three, 
that sequence where it's just nothing but killing, like nothing, like for fucking five minutes straight. After the after it finally stops, we both were like, "Fuck, thank you." We just need to break. But you know, fuck. you know what though? You know, you know what could have, you know what could have caused stopped all that killing? If, if a gay dad would have murdered his Asian daughter, right? That's right. All that killing could stop. Connected. It's connected. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but no, here's here's the thing. So. Keanu Reeves has been called, the people try to shit on him as an actor. They can say what they want to say. This dude, and some of the stunts in it are very illogical. Some, some shit that happens is very illogical. But we suspend that because we love the story so much and we love the character so much. So when you look at something like the supernatural and shit like that, we do, I mean, I'm a big fan of the Twilight Zone, so you can understand some of that shit too. I just think the payoff with M. Night Shyamalan is never as good as how he entices entices people. Because when I watched Old, I was like, oh, okay, well, there's going to be some explanation of it being a mythical thing, why these people are doing this. And then you realize, oh, it's just a pharmaceutical company trying to make money off of people and just speeding up their life expectancy. So I think with this dude, he's been able to, he, his niche is making weird shit. Look at Jordan Peele. I honestly did not, um, and I know black people are gonna be mad at me. I did not find, um, nope. Not nope, I haven't seen nope yet. I didn't think it was that great. I thought it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't a shitty movie. It was just all right, but it wasn't Get Out. I mean, right. in, my, in my personal opinion, he hasn't made a movie as good as Get Out. But he's very talented. Very talented. His Twilight Zone series is good. What, what, what's the one? Uh, us. Us. Same. I didn't, I didn't see that one. With us, it was it was okay. Again. But again, this is what I mean by like sometimes what we tend to do is we tend to compare it to the original product that they put out. So it's almost like when you look at, you say, well, the Matrix to go back to Keanu. If you look at the original Matrix, the original Matrix is still holds up. It's still a great movie. Still dope. But the other two, trash. Straight trash. They were garbage. The last one was insulting, bro. I was mad as fuck. I was like, why would the fuck... What is it? I honestly walked out of the movie and I had to ask somebody. I was like, did you understand what the fuck that happened? <laughs> what is like, it? yo, man, you don't even get it, bro. What they're <laughs> trying to do is they're trying to give you the real Matrix uh, uh, experience. See, yeah. you are stuck in the Matrix right now. You don't even know what's going on, man. Oh you don't God, even know bro. if that movie was real, if that movie was fake, right? You don't know, man. You're in the Matrix. You must have took the red pill there. Yeah, so you, got, you took the wrong that. pill, son. <laughs> uh, By the way, speaking, I, I was gonna say this anyway. It's funny that that that, that, that came up. Then we're talking about uh, Mel Brooks. I re- I posted this because I thought it was fucking funny, and I, I I've said this in so many words, but somebody took the time to write this out, and it's so it's so fucking great. I I, I gotta I'm gonna share this and give this every time. I was literally just having a phone call conversation before about about movies about you know and. I'm definitely not the person, everyone knows me. I don't complain, well, white guys are oppressed, man. But the left in this country and the Hollywood in this, Hollywood specifically, we do go way fucking overboard with the, you know, like, I mean, I've literally been asked, you know, 
to give the quota of how many, you know, one-armed Asian, you know, transsexual lesbians are in my film. And do I have nine of them? Because that's the quota. Like it's over the top. And, th and they have been like, you know, you go to places and you're like, oh, wow. Like I was told, I was told by my publicist to take my name off my movie because I'm a white guy. When a publicist tells you that and says, you know what, just take your name off of it for now and keep your partner's name on because she's a, you know, uh, you know, yeah. the directing part. And, I, and I'm like, I get it. I, I'm totally for inclusion. I'm totally for uh, for diversity, all that sort of stuff. But when we go fucking over, sometimes we go way fucking overboard. And 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 I'm tired of hearing, though, on the while as much as I hate that, I'm tired of hearing on the right. Can't do nothing no more. No one would never right. get shot. No white guy can shut up. Shut up. It's it's bullshit. Okay. It, it, and somebody posted this. I was on on Quora or whatever that thing is. Someone put, "Good blazing saddles have gotten made in today's age of completely overblown political correctness." And the guy's answer was, "Good God, have you actually seen this movie? Here's the plot: Greedy one presenter hat." Ha elites greedy one percenter elites hatch a plot to steal from a rural white american pioneers by using their unthinking racism black hero and his jewish white ally teach them that the real enemy is the capitalist is the capitalist and his henchmen uh so they so they labor shoulder to shoulder with their black brothers to defeat the evil plot in the last scene their battle subverts established racist tropes to such an extent that the conflict explodes beyond the movie into a whole media landscape represented by a series of movie sets. This results in a new biracial woke culture elite driving off in a limousine. What was the question again? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, if, if you don't, and there are people on the right and people on the left that don't get, like there are people, I've seen people on the left that go, you this word this movie said the n-word we could never have it and you're like well was the character in the kkk then he probably said the n-word so yeah. let's let him say it because he's the bad guy sure if you made a fun movie and it's it's you know bridget jones's diary too and she's walking around calling everybody the n-word and we're like, oh how funny yeah who the fuck would do that but if the crazy racist guy is being crazy racist uh that happens in reality. We're not going to pretend it's going to be the sequel to Crazy Rich Asians. Go ahead. Crazy Rich Asians. Race, <laughs> crazy, crazy Rich Racists. Crazy Rich Racists. Um, here's the thing, man. I, I think that what we tend to do is we, we too much of the past and the present, they, they get met, uh, mixed up in the idea of what the story you're trying to tell. So you say, well, this is the story of these people here, and this is how they are. If you go into a project looking at it that way, then I think most people, most rational people- yeah, are, are we still on screen share, by the way? We're not on screen share, are we? I don't think so. Okay, cool, sorry. Why? Never mind. No, I don't think so. Um, so if you go into it that way, thinking, okay, because this is what the character would say. This is what these characters would be. This is what they would do. I think more people would- would understand it. I, I saw something um, where they were like, well, I don't understand why they have to have this movie and have this character uh, shame this person for being large. Well, if the character is large and it's driven by the story 
of a person talking shit about them because they're large, that's the story. Right. That's what it's supposed to be. They're supposed to be mean to that large person because that large person will get something out of them being treated that way. That's right. what drives the story. Yeah, are we going to pretend that that doesn't happen? Right. And I, I think with, when you look at a Blazing Saddles and you say, well, could it get made today? I, yeah, of course you could make it. Now how people receive it, it's totally different. It's going to be totally different. We looked at Blazing Saddles and man, to this day, it's still fucking hilarious. It, it's, it's- And also again, it, it, it's, look at, it's even super woke. Look at, look at, look at the- um, Look at history of the world. The the dance number, the Inquisition. What <laughs> a show. They, they, hey man, you don't think there's somebody that's gonna get offended by that? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Scott Zeus. I'll seize this, Honkus. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there are there are so many things that we don't look at from the lens of we're just trying to be creative in this. This is what. This is where we lose it on both sides. I mean, the 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 right, I, I gotta be totally honest with you. I think they're only doing it because they hate the left. It's the only reason they're doing it. They don't, they they honestly don't care. They they they're just doing it because it's a culture war, it's a tribal, it's tribalism. The left does it because we for some reason we don't want to understand that shitty people exist. Right. You parrot if you parody shitty people, call them out on them being shitty. This is the way to do it. You have to, you can't do a show, a movie about people being bullied without talking about the bully. Well, Edmund says here, he goes with Sean. He says, in woke, Amer in, in woke America, a movie about the KKK would have characters yelling, let's hang those African-Americans. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's yeah. not how it really was. You, like I watch, I've been watching uh, Godfather of Harlem. Have you, have you ever watched it? It's with uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker. It's actually really, really good. Great writing on that show. Um, and they talk about the the times in Harlem with Bumpy Johnson, the, the heroin uh, stuff, the crime families and stuff, all the Italians. And you listen to the language. And then the, in, in the show, you hear them say the N-word a lot. You hear them say uh, wetback. You hear them say um, goomba. The, uh, uh, what, what's, the, what's the derogatory term for Italians? Uh, Wop. Well, they, they they say all of this, and that story those those stories wouldn't be able to be told correctly if you change it. And you said Italian Americans, fuck those Italian Americans over there. <laughs> it's such, <laughs> it, I mean, it, it, it's like you know that we always go with Tarantino. He's like they're like, but you're not even having racist characters, but these guys are saying saying all this word and all this stuff, and you're a white guy and you and you wrote that, and it's like all the people that work that in his movies, like Samuel L. Jackson, and all that, they're like. That's how this character would talk. That's how I here, talk. Like here is, here is the only thing I will I, I have to say this about Tarantino in that scene. I'm not talking about Django. I'm not talking about uh, what's the other one he made? It was like a period piece of back in the day. Uh, anything like that. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. That's how people talked. Slave days. That's how they talk. My my only problem with Tarantino was that one scene. Where he's talking to Samuel Jackson and 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 um, where he says it, yeah. Where he says he's like, "What are you gonna do? I got a dead in, in the car." And I'm like, "Bro, man, it, no." Now it sounds like you just want to say it because, again, as a white, right? I don't know any white person, none, not a single one, that would say that word 
to a black person when talking to about another black person. And that, and I'm talking about modern society. And that's right. at the time they were talking about it was in the nineties or whatever. So that was the only time where I was- Yeah, like, I mean, I, but I think I think in the nineties, I think it was 93, I believe was Pulp Fiction. Um, I think a couple things. I think on one hand, the 90s was definitely different. I think people did say Guinea. stuff like that. Guinea and free. Dagos. That's what Guinea and Dagos. That's what I was looking um, And then, but also there are people, like the way he says it is in that is because he's just a bad, he's just a bad actor or whatever. But I was just, you know, he's just not, that's not his thing. But I do know, you know, like there are, especially back in the, maybe not nowadays, people are a little bit more, but there are, there are white people that grew up in black society like you know in, in like poor black society right where it's that have that past that use that word like like motherfucker i have a couple right, guys but, but i have his, guys in my gym i like like latino guys in my gym they use that word back and forth with the black guys in my gym all day long and i'm like yeah but I'm, you know, I, I, to, my a friend a black, black friend of mine used to call me that and he was like if i if i were to say it back to him it wouldn't have been a problem because that was a thing but I didn't, but it was like that was okay, right? Because that was just but, like but his just character. Like saying, What's up, dude? His character uses the er. It's right. not like he's saying it as a as a like because I've heard that too. Like I, I've seen where, where people say it like that, and that's and especially it, it's weird. It's weird that Hispanic people automatically get it's weird because they had a uh, conversation with Fat Joe, and he was talking about how because he says it in his songs, and somebody was like, he finally had to admit he's like, yeah, man, I mean. I just kind of thought I was part of the group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, part of the clan of people to say it. So my my whole point is, is that when you have a character that is driven by because no one had a problem with Leo saying it in Django, because that's how they talk. So I never had an issue with that at all. I think where people fuck up this at in the on the left is that you have to look at it that it's it's a story being told. That's what it is. Right. And if, if that's how that person would talk, that's you have to understand that that's the, the narrative that they're trying to show you in the story, as opposed to saying, oh, I can't believe they're using this language. Why not? People right. use it in real life. And for some reason, these motherfuckers get to hold office. So I think- and, and, and I think, you know, what Edmund was pointing out, I think he's kind of joking here, but it's true. I think Tarantino didn't think anything of it. I think Tarantino thought in the movie, his wife is black. His best friend Jules is black. Mm -hmm. He works in that kind of gangster environment where people throw that word around that he was given a pass. I think it's the way he says it because his acting isn't very good. That makes it sound fucking like he's, you know, yeah, if, if he I think that's said, why he thought that was okay. If he would have said the G, I want to ask a question. Uh, Richard. With the A? You said we're losing you. I don't, well, on what point? Because I want to know what, what, you, what you mean by that comment. You say, okay, you're losing me. But that, and that's what I mean by like if he would have said it, what the GA, right? I, I think honestly, then the scene plays better because now he's saying it, like, hey, hey, you know, blah blah blah. This and that. Right. Yeah. But with the ER, I know. Dressing, I am saying this. I I, I, I just think that's him not being a very good actor. Okay, it's not just <laughs> just things. Okay, yeah. Look, when I came, when you came in here, okay. Was there a sign? Okay. Yeah, but my exactly. garage, like it's just the way he is, I think. Right. So, but I, I think overall with, with, with most people uh, and yeah, again, context, context is always important. Uh, Chuck says, and, and this is what I mean by like, when you look at 
anything, anything that 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 is put out there now, like you have to think this is what people people are gonna judge it. It's just gonna be what it is. So it's the difference between putting it out there with malice and saying, well, I don't really, there's nothing behind this. I just really want to say the word and I just want to get this out there or saying, I want you to understand the, the story behind this. I want you to understand this is what it is. Like if you watch any, any period piece, anything about the 60s, 50s or whatever, whatever. Um, what did I just watch the other day? I just, oh, matter of fact, I just watched it. Um, Bla uh, not Blade, not Trading Places. I just watched Trading Places last night. And right. both of those characters, the, the two white dudes, are clearly racist. Clearly, you know this before they even, right. you know, but there's a scene when they're in the bathroom and, you know, this is when they, Eddie figures out the plot because they're, they're talking about it. And he says, well, okay, well, now that Winthorpe has shown that he can't handle adversity, uh, I guess we need to switch him back. And he says, well, I don't want Winthorpe back. And he says, well, wait a minute. So you want to keep Valentine on? And he says, of course not. Do you think I'll have a, 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 a nigger in... Uh, run the company and it's the only time he says the word right the only time he says the word and the dude says of course i wouldn't do it either right now if you play that today you would have to keep that scene the same way of course because there's no point in saying you there he's clearly racist are you they, telling me are you telling me that you would have a fine african-american gentleman in as our Exactly. You see what I'm saying? It wouldn't play the same way. So you have to have it to where this is the word that is said. Now, again, where you have to where you would have to suspend reality is if that's those same two people found out Valentine was in the in the stall and said, "You come out of here now, nigger." That is not real because Valentine would have whooped both of those. Right. Well, you know, and the other thing is, look, look at look at this is the other thing we talked about this. We talked about this multiple times. The whole blackface thing where. There's a big difference between lampooning somebody and I mean, no, now we don't think so. And I get it. And now people wouldn't do it. But Blazing Saddles, I mean, not Blazing Saddles, uh, uh, Silver Streak. Yeah. Had a black, had, um, and- Dan Aykroyd was in- Dan I mean, Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd was in Blackface in Trading Place. Right. And both of those movies were written, were, 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 were put together by black comedians. Eddie yeah. Murphy- who didn't think it was a problem? They thought it was, there was no problem with Gene Wilder. That was the plot of the movie. And, and it's like, look, if it's silly and it's ridiculous, but if the plot is that you have to, that, that in order to get through here, Gene Wilder's got to dress up like, like, uh, and, and pretend to be buddies with Richard Pryor. And it's Richard Pryor that wrote the fucking scene. And he's like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. You got to do it. And you're this goof, because what's funny about it is that he's, Gene Wilder's so awkward. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's trying to be like Richard Pryor and he's just so painfully not and it's like you're like, you could never do that now I'm like and does that make does that make Gene Wilder racist that Richard Pryor asked him to do a scene like I, that's that no, shit is well, fucking I, ridiculous to me even though no, even if we wouldn't is, do it today this is why like I said it, it we sometimes people have a problem with looking at the proper context of what these stories are you um like I remember what I was watching a preview of this movie, I guess is coming out about these uh, either Amish women or Mormon women, one of the two. And as I'm watching the preview, I'm like, well, wait a minute, these women were just letting dudes come in and rape them, rape them, and and this they, right. they were putting it all under the guise of religion. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Who's that fucking stupid? Right. 
And I'm like, how would you, how would you? And then I was like, oh shit, okay. That time, that's how they thought. That's how they got over. So you have to look at it from that standpoint. They're trying to tell you a story about these people who were taking advantage, these women that were taken advantage of, blah, blah, blah. That's how you have to look at it. A lot of these things that come out, Hollywood Shuffle, same thing. All of these types, these comedies, I was watching. Um, the thing about when 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 uh, talking about like the blackface stuff. I mean, I know that whiteface isn't the same thing. But remember when when in that SNL sketch when um when Eddie Murphy dressed up as the white guy, yeah. and went around and, and they were doing like, it's okay, man, just take it. There's yeah. no one around. And he's like, well, I'm trying to buy this newspaper. And it's yeah. like it's just fucking hilarious. And I Sorry, think the people that get mad, I, I think the people that get mad at that type of stuff, right? That's the people on the right. Those are or or Zen says here, Soul Man. That's the other one I was thinking. I was just thinking about now, that. Now, so now you look at Soul Man. I'm telling you, look at Soul Man. Soul again, Soul Man is a prime example of them telling the story based off of what is actually a thing that happens. It happens. They, right. they, that is black people are treated differently when it comes to getting into college. They're looked at them. They're expected to play basketball. They, it's supposed to be a scholarship as opposed to an educational one. But you also find in that movie that that dude is made to realize that his actions were wrong. Right. You see what I'm saying? They they show that he was wrong for doing that. Watermelon Man, you know what? I have not, I keep hearing about it, Chuck. I've never seen it. I got to see it. I got it because I keep hearing about it all the time. But that's an example of you seeing how racism is, you know, where people look at it and, and how they how it's affected. That sketch with Eddie Murphy, it's a reflection of, I mean, mind you, yes, it's an exaggeration. I would I would like to think that there are no banks just giving piles of white folks. What a silly Negro. You know, it's like, if, if, if but to, if you're looking at it from, this is a reflection of life an exaggerated reflection of life mind you but it is what happens the left gets mad about one thing the right i honestly feel like the right gets mad about shit when you show them a parody of what they actually do that's how that's why they look at it like with such disdain like what do you mean it like he just gets money like that no 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 we're not saying they just give him piles of cash but i can promise you he doesn't have to go through the same hoops as a black dude would. He doesn't have to go through the same hoops as a black woman would, or an age or a Hispanic woman would. That's the point. So people get upset about it when you put a mirror up to their faces. And whereas we have to stop with this idea that we can't tell these stories from a realistic standpoint. Well, and, and also, it, it's the old adage of uh, when you're on stage and you a white guy does a joke that is like a racial, not racist, but like a racial or a sex bit joke. And everyone goes, ooh. And you have to point out, you go, it's always the white people that are ooing. The person I was making fun of is laughing. And it's the same thing here with like, like if Soul Man doesn't offend you or the majority of people, cause you're like, no, no, no. He learned it was the wrong thing. It was a good lesson. Hey, don't do this. This is fucked up. And yeah, so he had to put on blackface. He had to do that, but that was the fucking story. Right. Who are we protecting? Right. We're protecting exactly. white. We're protecting rich white people who are like, I can't believe that that C. Thomas Howell dressed up in blackface in a movie to show that it was wrong. Yeah, the black people in the room don't fucking care. 
they think hey, because, because they they, they look at it they look at it as okay so this is how it really is with you guys this is how we would be treated from you guys and again like i said when you hold up a mirror to somebody who's a shitty person or have shitty ideology it's got to be a rough thing to fucking see um je says no one got mad when the wayans brothers uh did white chicks and that's you know what i gotta be honest with you watching white chicks the only thing i thought about white chicks was that i thought some of the jokes were very easy that's yeah. my only issue with it i was like some of the jokes are very easy and cliche but i get the point is this is how you know they see these people that was the oh, my only issue with that um and hold on, this is what about JP was asking goes stir crazy uh, perp walk in prison not today i, I no. don't know Ken. well That's no no it, 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 i think it still could be done i just think again it has to be man because the funny thing about it is gene wilder's character Right. That's, that's what makes the perp walk. And, and, and also he's he's mimicking Richard what, Pryor. Richard Richard Pryor's like, you gotta get bad. Uh-huh. Yeah, you yeah. gotta get bad. And he's like, bad? He's like, yeah, do what I'm doing. Do it. And he's trying to do what he's doing yeah. and he can't do it. It's like, oh, exactly. So that's that's, that's what's what, funny. That's what he's makes not it like funny. this is what black people do. Yeah. He's mimicking what Richard Pryor tells him to do. So I think it could be done. I mean, again. If you look at it from that standpoint of like he literally says to him like hey you got to do what i do you got to get bad if you yeah. don't get bad you're gonna get fucked <laughs> you <gonna> get fucked <laughs> you know and by the way <laughs> when, when richard Pratt, when when gene wilder's like no shit you don't take no <laughs> shit. maybe a little bit but not a lot of shit dude the <laughs> funniest time <laughs> when, he says, when he says uh when he goes up to the when the, when the big dude walks up to him and he says, uh, give me a light. He want a light. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look at the dude, the, the big dude, you got to look at the side profile. You could tell he's trying not to laugh. That's how fucking funny it was. He says, no, don't touch me. Don't touch me. That movie's so, I fucking love that movie. Oh, uh, dude, it's still hilarious. Those, I mean, Zen said it. Those dudes had two. Those two guys had such fucking chemistry together. Oh, Think about, this is what everyone, I mean, not everyone, lots of people forget that that Blazing Saddles was supposed to be a Richard Pryor, mm -hmm. Gene Wilder movie. That would have been, I think, their first one. Yeah. They were, they were that Richard Pryor co-wrote that. They had to kick him off because of his drug problem. Yeah. Now, to be honest, it would have been a great movie. It would have been phenomenal with Richard Pryor. But, but Cleveland Little killed it. He Cleveland Little, because the difference with Cleveland Little is he was so suave. He yeah. was like good looking, like the Gucci saddlebag and all that sort of stuff. And the way he the way he played it, he played it so much more smooth than Richard Pryor would. Richard Pryor would have been goofy, but I think it didn't. I think it served the fact that he was this super handsome, suave guy with his Gucci saddlebags coming into town, super smooth type thing. That that played to the character so much better that I can't imagine it without Cleveland Little. No, that's what I said. Like, it's a funny you said. I actually told somebody that same thing the other day. I said. I said, man, I would have loved to see what Pryor would have done with it, but I said, I can't imagine the role without Cleavon Little. Uh, Chuck says, uh, Dave Chappelle did whiteface and anyone that was offended is just wrong. And yeah, and see, this is what I mean by like, if you look at Chappelle's show and you look at the point of Chappelle's sketches, all of it was kind of tied to this idea of how we see race as a country. 
as, as globally, as a matter of fact, but but especially as, as a country. And there were a lot of things that you would see in there where the do like the um the the drug dealer, and he said and his, his his lawyers are telling him you gotta take the fifth, because he sees that a lot of these white collar criminals that do a lot worse with their 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 crimes. Yeah, well, that's a great sketch. The fifth. And he's like, I be the fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. There are only five. I take it, it is such. Uh, uh, shining a light on how society lets these criminals off. So this street criminal is going to use that. It's the same thing when it comes to Clayton Bigsby. Clayton Bigsby, the the the, the black white supremacist. You know what I'm saying? It's these ideas of this is how we are as a society. I'm just putting a funny spin on it. Right. I'm just showing the, nothing. I'm saying is wrong. I may be doing it in a more uh, exaggerated form, but it's not off. It's not something that's not fucking true. You know, so I think, and this is where a lot of people have the problem with accepting these things. You say, well, what do you mean we look at it this way? It's almost like you said, um, you said a couple of weeks ago, you said, well, if white privilege doesn't exist, what are you trying to protect? You know what I'm saying? If, if it's not a real thing, if you don't get treated differently by the cops or the, the justice system or when you walk around or something like that, why are you so mad about mixing races? You see what I'm saying? That's the type of shit when, when you right. look at comedy, like people get mad. It's like, oh, well, and, and, and mean, the, they don't look at me differently because I'm white. But And, and sure the funny I'm thing not. is like, we, we knew, I always say, point this out. We knew this stuff was an issue 30, 40, 50 years ago. It's still an issue. Like, think about Richard, like Richard Pryor. I mean, I still think he's the greatest comic of all time, but, but Richard Pryor, it was, I think it was 1971. He did that. He goes, he did a couple of ones. He did the one where he goes, um, um, he goes, you know, he goes, you, you get pulled over and, and a cop and you have to, you literally have to say to the cop, I am reaching for my wallet. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm like, that was 50 years ago. Yeah. And we still have to say, I am reaching for my wallet, right? And he does the other one in, in, in a live in concert, best comedy concert of all time, where he goes, talking about going to Long Beach. And he goes, he goes, do you know, he goes, do you know that the cops down here, they got a, a chokehold, two grab your feet, one grab your head. Oh, we broke him. Yeah. He yeah. goes, I don't want to say, say the, can, can you, can you break him? Yeah. Yeah. Goes, Let's check the manual. Yep. Right here. You can break <laughs> it. And, like, and, and it's such, and people get mad at it. The people get mad at it is because it's true. Right. You can't get mad at it. If it's totally made up and it's not something that's absolutely or have has any kind of truth to it, why would you get mad at it? You get mad at it because it's an indictment on how society really is. And yeah. if, if you, you can't get mad, if you're going to get mad at the protests, the, the blocking of the streets, the hashtags and the t-shirts, you can't get mad at the fucking jokes. Because it, it can't stay bottled up. We have to get it out somehow. And, and right. it's almost like when you, I mean, women will have the same issue when it comes to when they, I've seen a lot of these women talking about how shit's going to be going back to the Handmaid's Tale days. They're making jokes about it, but it's still a reflection on what the fuck is really happening. Well, that never happened. 
<laughs> oh yeah! Oh my God! But, and yeah, uh, he, uh, so was it? Who was it? Uh, Curtis posted the 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 the, Jess, the Jesse Owens clip. Bunch of funny clips in here, but but that that's there's another great one that that, that doesn't tell you exactly what their fears are when he pulls them aside. He goes, "Where are the white women at?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hold on. Wait, hold on! It's coming off. See, it's coming off. <laughs> it's such a, such a good. <laughs> there was a cartoon that I saw. Well, my next impression, Jesse and, Owens. Oh my God. Uh, there was a cartoon I saw where it's an old lady. It's an old, old uh, lady and her, I guess her son is talking to her. And he, he says to her, uh, he says, hey, mom, don't worry about it. It's okay. Social security is going to be totally protected. They're not going to fuck with your social security. It's totally fine. And then off to the side, you see uh, the Statue of Liberty tapping the guy's soldier, so, shoulder. And it says... Um, it says uh, abortion rights. Hmm. <laughs> Basically, like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. You said it would never happen. Um, so, wait a minute, hold on. Control alert. But it's, Gary, Gary says, is this the first time for Gary commenting? Uh, American, I don't know Gary, so this is good. Thank you, Gary, for commenting. American churches and Christians should accept the wrong one. regret and repent for their long evil history in America. The white supremacist Christians use the doctrine of discovery in Deuteronomy uh, of their black book of death bible to legalize their invasion of what is now called america commit genocide on american indians and blacks steal and keep the land stole from american indians enact black uh, the black codes jim crow etc today's american christians are guilty of aiding and abetting american churches and christians in genocide on the american indians and blacks uh stealing and keeping the land uh american churches and christians stole from american indians goes on for quite a while here but it's um it's it's pretty good don't forget if black jesus judges the american christians to burn in hell forever and ever he loves you 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 had you had me at the white supremacist christians use doctrine to discover in deuteronomy you had me there man listen and, and listen here's here's what what a lot of know, gary have, but there you go here's what a lot of people have to understand there's the until we uh, until we acknowledge these shields that these people have been hiding behind, they'll continue to hide behind them. That's why someone can be hate-filled and just say, I'm a Christian, and then Christians will forget it. That's why people, they can sit there and say, well, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. But hey, please don't read any books about how racist this country used to be. Oh, by, by the way, do, do you see that the Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, who is it? Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, George Santos are trying to get rid of the Department of Education. And she's trying to make it to where if you move to a new state, at least if you move to a red state and you're a Democrat, you can't vote for five years in that state. I'm like, does that go in reverse then, bitch? Well, then how about how about if you're a fucking idiot, you don't get to vote at all then? If we're going to if we're going to stop people from voting. So you're telling me and again, these are the people I want to be I want to remind everybody. These pro-democracy, are, huh? are pro-democracy and pro-freedom, pro-freedom. But if you move to my state, where it's a red state, you can't vote for five years. There's only two reasons they would do that, by the way. One, well, three. One, they're shitty. Two, uh, it's because they know they can only win elections when they cheat. Right. And three, it's because they understand that Democratic voters actually want shit done. We want shit done. 
We want roads fixed. We don't want the shiny object of fear. That does nothing for us. It does nothing for us to tell us the crisis at the border when you won't fix the roads. It does nothing for you to tell us about guns being taken away when you won't protect children. That's why they, and, and, and I'm telling you, bro, it's weird to me that they, that the average voter doesn't demand more from the people that they put in office. Could you imagine that, dude? Could you imagine going to a, a five-star restaurant? You've heard a bunch of shit about this restaurant. It's the greatest restaurant on the planet. The food is awesome. It's amazing. You so much. You heard so much good shit about this restaurant. You get to the restaurant. You get your two drinks. You order like a fucking great steak. Is steak is gonna is is cut from angel beef. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like is, you can't. You never tasted beef this this tender. And baby tomatoes, all of this shit. Put put all the shit. And then they bring you out a hot dog, an undercooked hot dog on some white bread that's been, that's partly molded. You say, man, what the fuck is this? Now, Democrats will look at that and be like, man, this is some bullshit. You told me this is a great restaurant, man. This is why I came here. This is why I gave you my money. Republicans, they can fool into saying, you know all that stuff that they put on there. A Democrat wrote that shit. This is actually what the steak looks like. Enjoy. The fact that's that you the can plot fool of the menu, by the way. Exactly. The <laughs> fact that you can fool people like that, that's why they don't want them there coming to there and voting for five years. There's no other reason, bro. But again, a Marjorie Taylor Greene is only doing what she's what she's getting allowed to get away with. I'm gonna Just start like a new restaurant. It's gonna be hot dogs on moldy buns, and it's gonna be called Libtard Steak. That's right. Owning the libs. Owning the libs. I By just, the way, um, Zen says, did you see Ben Stein just said he, he misses the large African-American female chef on a syrup? I need to correct you. It's Ben Steen. We already went through this. Uh, man, you know what? And, and, and man, it's so shitty when you. Well, when, I don't really care about the fucking Aunt Jemima thing. She wasn't a slave or anything, whatever. But no, no, no. Wait, wait, give no, a fuck about it is weird. No, no, let's let's be clear. She, she, the actual person that played Aunt Jemima was not a slave. The idea of Aunt Jemima came from the mammy, uh, the, the mammy trope of this is what black people are. They're cooks, they're subservient. That's where it came from. Now, what people fuck this up at and where they keep getting this, there's like, well, I can't believe you guys are taking away the money from the lady who played Aunt Jemima. Get the fuck out of here. Do you think that they were giving her the money? No. She was an actor that was played to model this syrup. That's all it was. She didn't own the stake in the company. None of it. She was a model for a racist stereotype. For some reason, people keep acting like she made the syrup. She fucking did all of it. No. She was, she's based off, it's almost like saying, well, you know what, man? I don't like my grits. If they don't come with a side of hang hanged black men, well, bring bring the hanged black men back. I can't eat my grits if they ain't hanging a black man. Hey, by the <laughs> way, do they still have the, the the black dude on the on the cream of wheat box? Uncle Ben, they no no no, no not Uncle Ben. They they got cream of wheat. Oh, cream, cream of wheat. wheat. Wait 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 wait. I, I think 
Because I know they got rid of one and they changed it. They changed it to Billy D. Williams. I'm just you know, kidding. was Uncle Ben a real guy, though? Like, what if they were real people? What if Uncle Ben was like a real black dude that made rice? And you're just like, hey, Uncle Ben, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll get rid of Uncle Ben. Let's see here. Hold on. Okay, so I think they still have they still have Uncle Ben on the rice. But, no, he still looks like a regular dude. But then, so just so you see, so here, I want to go. Let me pull this up really quick. Uh, but and then again, why would he want the old black woman on the serve? You can't enjoy serve. That, that, that's my thing. Look, I, I, I don't. I slightly disagree that I think it's possible that okay, look, that was a, that might have been a, ra a stereotype. I don't know that it was necessarily a racist stereotype. I think there was a stereotype of women that did that, and that was a thing. And might be there might be somebody's you know aunt that was made the hell out of some pancakes, and that's what she looked like. And that was I don't have whatever. We can d debate about that all day long. I think the argument that they're taking away money from her is fucking stupid. But also, now that they've decided to rebrand, who the fuck cares? Like, that's what I, like, it's it's weird to be like, I'm not racist. Okay, I, even if you think it's ridiculous for them to take her off, you think it's not a racist stereotype, whatever. Okay, you can have that argument. But once they decide to, it's hard to go, well, I'm not a racist, but damn it, where's my black woman on the on my syrup? Why do you care about that? That's weird to me. Here, let me let me let me share some let me share something with you really quick. Hold on. So for people just that they may not know. So here, right here, Anchamama is based on the common enslaved mammy archetype. That's the word I was looking for, and I couldn't think of. A plump black woman wearing a headscarf who is devoted and submissive subservient, uh, a submissive servant. Her skin is dark and dewy with pearly white smile. Uh, like a jigaboo, uh, although depictions vary over time, so similar in comments of physical features of mammy characters throughout history. That's where it comes from. So look right here. See this? This is these are the types of things. So right. this is what they got her now. They have her as a regular black woman. That's fine. This is fine. No one has a problem with this. This idea here and where she came from. That is where, and this is what I mean by like people in Uncle Ben. By the way, see Uncle Ben. I guess they pretty much kept him the same. You know, he's, he's still the same looking dude. Um, but again, when someone tells you, when they tell you, hey, I miss the old stereotypical version of that, that tells me, and again, like you just right. said. Well, yeah. Why though? Why? That's my point. Why do you miss the old, it's still syrup. They didn't change the recipe. It's, yeah, it's not even good syrup. It's like, it's, it's like fucking cheap ass syrup maple flavored it's not like a real fucking syrup come on remember remember when i said what they do they hide behind a book and they hide behind a idea i'm not racist i just miss the old black racist stereotype i'm not speaking of but and, and again now here we go with with the left going crazy that's a dumb one we talk back to movies they tried to ban gone with the wind which some people argue is one of the greatest movies ever made because of the character the Mammy character. Well, guess what, folks? They existed back then. They did. That's they did. a real character. We're supposed to pretend that didn't happen? That that's, shit's dumb. And that that's that's where I say we on the left fuck it up because you can't have that story told without that character. Right. Now, and, and, and also she want to be angry. By the way, she won an Academy Award for that fucking role. Right. But now if they want to be angry, you can be angry about the fact that she wasn't allowed to sit at the table with the rest of her actors. Yes. That's you can be mad. 
that you can be upset about. You yes. can't get mad at the actor portraying in her portrayal because that's real. It really happened. But if you want to act, you want to get mad at the treatment of the actual actor. Sure. If you want to get mad at um, who's the lady? I can't remember her name, but John Wayne wanted to fight her uh, when she went up to um, the the Oscars or Academy Awards or whatever. And John Wayne was mad that a Native American was basically come out there saying this country ain't great. I forgot who the fuck it was, but he wanted to beat the shit out of her. And then it just came out later that people were like, well, John Wayne was wrong for doing that. I mean, yeah, right. I, he's dead in the grave and you, he doesn't have to be held accountable for it. Um, I just think that what we have to do is differentiate. Yeah, Little little Feather. Is that her name? Yeah. Sashin so, Little Feather, yeah. So I think that, you know, here, here we are, 2023. Which, 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 by the way, isn't there a new thing now that she's actually not even Native American? That lady? No. I think it came out that she's not actually Native American. <laughs> you know what? Then you got to have the Indian with the tear on the side. Uh, <laughs> but She's Italian. <laughs> oh, my God. They, they actually, they did have a, a, there's a story about a lady who was pretending to be Arab, Indian, uh, Hispanic, and she turned out to be white. She did like a Rachel Dolezal, the other, you know. Her name is uh, Nikki Haley. Hilarious. Um, so here's the thing. When someone says to you, I miss the old serve, they're not really saying they miss the old serve. They're saying they miss the old ways. It's just like, again, to go back to the, the, the basic statement, make America great again. When? If you ask somebody that, ask somebody when. When was this country great? Now, before they answer that question, I mean, great for everybody, every single person, demographic-wise, not individuals. I'm pretty sure people feel a certain way. When was it great for white, Black, Asian, Hispanic, male, female, gay, whatever? When was it great? What was a period of time in American history where everybody was like, yeah, jumbo, jumbo? It, when, when was that time? And if you don't have an answer that doesn't, in with white people still being racist, white people still being on top, it's never been great. Now, what people don't want to accept, bro, is that's a fact. This country has never been great. Now, does it have the potential to be? Of course. Of course it has the potential to be. Because we have people in it that want it to really be great. They exist. There are people that aren't racist. There are people that truly believe in equality. There are truly pe there are people that believe in treating people with respect. Now, whether those people's voices are heard more than the fucking racists is a whole nother story. Curtis said June 3rd, 1956. That's when America was great, goddammit. Um, <laughs> what about MAGA poo? Hilarious. Uh, yeah. By the way, pancakes plus racism is not a treat, uh, Robert says. You know, it's funny. There used to be a restaurant called Sambo's. Um, there was actually, you know, it's funny. There was a restaurant in California called Golden West and the, and the logo was a little Indian boy with a feather. They got rid of that one years ago, went out of business. And then Sambo's and Sambo was like a little black boy and it was Sambo's restaurant. I'm like, I wonder if you went to Sambo's restaurant and ordered some, some uh, pancakes with Aunt Jemima syrup, some, uh, Uncle Ben, some Uncle Ben's rice, some, uh, some cream of wheat grits with the, like, you, you, oh that, that's your... I'm just going to go there and order every 
uh, every stereotype. But yeah, oh. there, there was a. Uh, um, oh, shit. Okay. I'm looking here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Sambo says we're racist Denny's. That's exactly yeah, the racist yeah. Denny's. That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, Sambo, so yeah, like Golden West. It, it, is, it is one of those things, man, to where. And, and think about that, bro. Why would you go yeah, out of your way, Ben Stein? Why would you go out of Stein, whatever? Why would you go out of your way to say that you just miss that syrup? Why? I know why. I'm just asking. And then this is a real question for anybody that, that thinks this way. If you're consumed by not treating people fairly simply because of what they look like, you, 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 you have to understand that there's a problem with you. Hey man, let me tell you something. I don't wake up every day ready to hate people that don't look like me. I don't, it, I, I don't. You ever notice that some of the most angry, hate-filled people look the worst? They look the worst on the outside. Look at a Jenny Thomas. She looks like she stinks all the fucking time. <laughs> she probably does. By the way, Joey says uh, he remembered a story when he was a kid, Little Black Sambo. Yeah. By the way, that, that's the line from um, uh, When Will We Stop Playing the Rambos and Stop Playing the Sambos? Uh, yeah, I, I, Chuck, I know Cream of Wheat is not grits, but I think Cream of Wheat is trying to do, is, aren't they trying to do some sort of like. Wait, wait. Okay, that's what I was looking up. The Cream of Wheat. It, aren't, I thought that's what they were trying to go with. I, I thought Cream of Wheat was supposed to be like um, some sort of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had, I've had, I've had grits. Trust me, but I always thought cream of wheat was some sort of um, the same basic thing. Oh, okay. Trying yes. to make okay, so, so let me, let me, let me do yeah, this. Or isn't, isn't that though they were trying to like a mainstream? Let me, like let a, me see. Like a, let me see. Old buckwheats or something. I thought that's what they were trying to do with cream of wheat, like make a mainstream type of thing that looked like that. I thought that's what the whole chef guy was supposed to be, like Southern chef. Uh, anyway, that's what I thought the the icon was. I know the cream of wheat is anyway, but continue. Yeah. So wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. So check this out. Here, let's let's do this. And I didn't because I haven't had cream. I used to love cream of wheat, by the way. I love cream of wheat. That's fucking I used to eat cream of wheat all the fucking time. It was to me, it was it was better than oatmeal. I felt like I was being punished when I had to eat oatmeal. I love I, yeah, I don't I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck cream of wheat is. I know, I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but when but now, you know it's funny because now I prefer oatmeal, which is which is weird. Like I I I'd never yeah, so here we go. So here is, uh, all right. So this is the original one. Here. So he's uh, Chuck says cream of wheat. Grits is corn, not wheat. Yeah, it isn't. Is it cream of wheat actually wheat? I thought that was just the name of it. Okay. No. So that's the original. I guess. This I guess it's wheat. It's, it's wheat grits. That's what it's. Wheat grits. This is it now. They don't even have a person on it now. Let me see. I can't. I got a. Can you see it? Oh yeah. Yeah, they don't even have a person on the box now, which is fine. Yeah, I don't care. No, I know. Where's the old box? Oh, down here. Yeah. Yeah, this is the old one down here. Yeah, click. Yeah. That's the old one. Now, what a lot of people don't know, a uh, fun fact, in the original picture, there was a whip coming out of the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, we, we we better get we better get moving by the way it's like 1 30. yeah um, all right anyway. you guys uh so here let me let me let me do this all right you guys first of all two things 
two things. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this at the very beginning, but Ian will give you more of the information later. If any of you are in Los Angeles, um, there's a screening of What Matters that's going to be at the Chinese Theater. Ian will give you more information about that. So if you're in the Oriental Theater, oh wait, no. Um, but please go check it out. As he said, it's racking up a bunch of awards now, and it's 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 a great project. Ian did a fucking phenomenal job directing. Lala did as well. It's a project that we put together like over the years, and this is it's fucking finally gaining traction. So he'll give you all information about that. Let me say this when it comes to how we are society-wise. We didn't talk about it a whole lot. We didn't talk about it really at all today. But now that it's come out that Fox News has been forced to admit that they've lied, they knew they lied, they knew who they were lying to, and they have said that they think the people that they're lying to are stupid fucking idiots. Their words, not mine. Lunatics, their words, not mine. Bat shit crazy, their words, not mine. This is your time to figure out what kind of person you want to be. They've already had to admit it. You can, you can do whatever mental gymnastics you want to do to make yourself feel better about them lying to you. But it doesn't change the fact that they lied to you. It doesn't change the fact that they think you're stupid. It doesn't change the fact that they look at you as less than. What you can change is your perspective, especially if you truly are a quote unquote Christian, if you truly are a patriot. If you're not that, then go back to being lied to. But what you can't do is you can't come to us and tell us, man, we didn't know this shit was going to happen. You did know. They, they look at you as goofy. If you want to change the world, if you really want to make it great, per what I said earlier, this is your time. You've had years to do this, but now it's official that they don't respect you. So if you don't respect yourself, that's totally different. And they're going to continue to lie to you. So I have empathy for the people who will wake up. I have a feeling though it's going to be very few. But for the people that will finally wake up and they say, well, okay, fuck, it's shitty, but we got to get back on track. That's the only way. So go ahead, bro. Nice. Well, we will see you all every Thursday, next Thursday, right here on critical Facebook.com slash critical and thinking. Download our episodes on iTunes and all the places you can get podcasts every Monday night they come out so please download like subscribe please 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 um uh give us a review give us a, a, a rating all that sort of stuff on podcasts like iTunes would be fantastic even if you don't listen just go even if you don't listen there go there and give it the review it helps us um and yeah every Thursday we will be right here on uh critical and thinking uh, podcast Thursday at noon pacific um that's pretty much it oh yeah and then the thing yeah so uh, i forgot uh march 1st 9 30 p.m so that's next wednesday march 1st 9 30 p.m at uh, tcl chinese theater on hollywood boulevard what matters part of the golden state film festival we just found out so we've had three we've done we made it into five festivals three have aired we won best short film for one we won best cinematography for one and we found out today we won uh our lead actor won best actor in uh the Bowdoin Film Festival in Sweden. Um and uh yeah so hopefully we're gonna win some awards next week. So come on out. All right you guys critical thinking podcast Ty Barnett. Yeah see you next time. Peace. Leftovers or 
the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.